Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists from the Philadelphia area, and we go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning Cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Today we have on my friend Chris. He's from the American Werewolf. I haven't seen Chris in almost a decade. We went to college together. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you very much, guys, for having me. No problem. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your channel. Uh, so my channel, The American Werewolf, is something I'm doing right now because I'm living in Brazil. Uh, I moved here about six months ago, and I noticed like the food here is different and similar to what I had at home, and everyone loves international food. So I thought I would mm. kind of document Brazil through its food. And really quickly, I noticed so much food here is from America. Uh, like our fast food came here really quickly. So there's McDonald's and Burger King and Subway and uh, KFC and all these other places. So I thought, mm -hmm. let me show people what American food is like in another country. So that's what I'm doing. And are you finding that it's better or worse in Brazil? Overall, uh, it is better. Like everything is like made with better ingredients or just presented better than what we have back in the United States. Like, I think it's so funny how you can get a burger at McDonald's and no matter what kind of burger you get, when you get it or where you get it from, it will most certainly be a bun with a burger about two inches off of the bun and then the cheese <laughs> almost in another state. <laughs> oh my gosh. And here they're like... They take their time. They like maybe put it on a ruler and go, okay, the bun goes here, the burger goes here, cheese is perfectly centered, put it down, and then it's presented as if it's going to be on Instagram already. That's super cool. Uh, that's so cool, yeah. With Ape Fusion, me and Don are always on the go, and we're always getting fast food. And also, I, uh, I'm, I'm a super collector of like the vintage like McDonald's, uh, Happy Meal toys. Actually, was at a flea market earlier today and picked up a couple more. So I'm just looking forward to seeing um, all all your comparisons with American and Brazil fast food because, I mean, that's something I'm just super interested in, especially being constantly on the go with, with uh, Ape Fusion. Right now, not on the go, unfortunately, but I'm taking advantage of fast food via uh, curbside services. Yeah, the cool thing here is, like, the different things you can get. Like, at McDonald's, uh, all their McFlurries are, like, really good. Mm -hmm. They have like, uh, they have like a, they're paired with a chocolate company that's kind of like lint, like a good chocolate. And they make a mm. flurry Ooh. with that. And nothing's like blended together. It's just like a really nice Sunday. And you can get chili cheese fries from mm. McDonald's here. Oh, what? Mm. I know. <laughs> isn't, isn't a lot of chocolate from Brazil? Am I remembering that correctly? Uh, Brazil has a, yeah, Brazil has a lot of chocolate uh, and coffee, tons of coffee. Mm. Uh, oh, Don would love that. Oh my God, uh, everything's just so much better. So good. <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds. We're just, we're just such foodies, and yeah, I just, I'm just looking forward to seeing everything that you're gonna do with that. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, I came here thinking the food's gonna be better for me, and it is better for me. But I'm eating so much more of it that I'm not really <laughs> getting benefits. <laughs> awesome. Now you picked what show we're watching today. So what are we about to watch? Uh, I picked one of my favorites as a kid, Garfield and Friends. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I've seen this, and I say this every episode, but I don't think I've seen this for probably twenty years, um, like the rest. Yeah. How about you, Lee? 
same here about 20 years um my sister loves this show um she has a bunch of garfield memorabilia that and i've gotten her a couple things like i just got her like a random garfield uh, that says uh that was it was like a happy mother's day garfield and um it said i like something like i don't do windows which is like really like weird and funny but no i just like have happy memories of watching garfield with my sister rachel and how about you chris uh, I, I remember Garfield and Friends would be on, like, marathons on TV, and I'd watch them, like, mm-hmm. at least two episodes in a row every day. And my biggest memory from it is actually the Christmas special. They mm-hmm. Before the TV series existed, there was three holiday specials, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Halloween, and we had the Christmas special on VHS. So every single Christmas it would come back on. I'd watch it over and over. And now as an adult, it's on Amazon. So every Christmas, I can pull it back up and relive oh, that Christmas awesome. special. That's super awesome. It's cool that you have that that like nostalgia connection to, uh, to the show. Yeah, something that oh, we're looking at doing for a Saturday morning showdown is for the holidays. I think we're going to do some like special holiday episodes. So, I mean, that would be something we would probably consider watching. That sounds really neat. I, I don't even remember watching a Christmas episode. And if I did, I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't either. That's one of the great things. Like the holidays are nostalgia, right? Like you relive yeah. things every holiday and now we have yeah. access to these things that we had when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for this for this show we're definitely going to do bonus episodes around Halloween where we watch the Halloween episodes of like Rugrats and The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Um and then probably do a couple extra around Christmas time too, yeah. since there's so many. Yeah. Alright, well why don't we put this uh why don't we put this thing on and see what we think? Let's give it a go. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. Friends are there. To help you get started, to give you a push on your way. We're back. So we just finished the first episode of Garfield and Friends from 1988. And coming right out of it, I've got to say, I don't think I've ever heard that theme song in my life. I <laughs> Definitely, I remember it, but uh, yeah, I think they had a couple of different versions of this, sh- uh, like Garfield and Friends. I don't really know if they I remember have. that theme song, but yeah, I mean, I just it brings back so many great memories. Like, I, I just I love the animation, um, the characters, like er- everything I, that about the episode. But yeah, I do not remember that theme song. I feel like the theme song was probably in the initial run of the show. And mm-hmm. then in reruns, they probably had like two seconds where it's like, it's the Garfield mm-hmm. Friends show, and then cut to actual animation. A lot of shows do end up cutting their theme song significantly shorter um, as the show goes to get like an extra minute or two of airtime. You mean of commercials. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's be fair. Of commercials. But yeah, I nothing about that theme song stood out to me like a lot of the shows that we watch as soon as the theme song hits it's like a time machine and it takes me back to being a kid at my parents house watching tv sitting on the couch eating cereal this song did did nothing to me like it it did not hit me in any way i i don't like i don't think i've ever actually heard that before so they may have changed it in later seasons that i saw but that didn't sound like anything that was so strange to watch it because i know i've watched garfield and friends like i I loved this as a kid but that song did nothing for me um otherwise the music in the show was fine it was just kind of there it didn't add it didn't detract it just sort of 
was. Um, the animation was fantastic. It was. Yeah. Now this is a this is a early film Ronin animation. I don't want to say early, but this is an old film Ronin animation. Um, these are the guys that did The Simpsons. These are the guys that did King of the Hill and Family Guy. So if you think back to the introduction to this episode, after the theme song. Uh, the narrator says, and now Garfield and friends, it's like a helicopter shot of John's house and then it zooms in and then you're inside his living room. It's the same introduction to the Simpsons. It's yeah. a different drawing, uh, but it's the same thing. It, yeah, I've noticed And it's that. the same introduction to Family Guy, too. Yeah. That, that's just how they start their shows, apparently. Huh. Um, so I thought that was funny to watch. Yeah, like actually thinking about it, there's so many shows from the 80s that did that. Like, you knew yeah. what every family's house looked like because it started from the outside. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's like a film Ronin thing because so many of the shows that I think of when I think of that establishing shot are on this list. Family Guy, um, The Simpsons, this. Um, but they're, they're, they're kind of like the gold standard of American animation. A lot of like the big shows that you think of are going to be mm-hmm. these guys. Um, and there's a reason. It looks great. This is one of the best looking shows we've got yeah can we talk about the barnyard animals because i (laughs) i remember watching them but like i just don't like it just just don't remember this that much like i like i don't really know much about them like i i start looking at some things up about this because i always like to see like what did they do with the show like did they have toys for the show Mm -hmm. did they do anything um I did find maybe like one or two like barnyard animal stuffed animals, but they're and they, they're a lot, actually like a lot of money on eBay right now, which wow, I guess that's probably weird. because there's only one or two of them. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. But yeah, I definitely it's just that it was just a, such a weird segment. And like, did they do this like every single time? Like, was this always part of Garfield? Like, I don't I don't remember these barnyard animals. Yeah, those are the friends. Like, those are Garfield <laughs> and friends. Those are his friends. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> yeah. I wanted to hop in and say. You know, I know the show is called Garfield and Friends, but I do feel like we spent a lot of time with the end friends and not as much time with Garfield. Yeah, I wonder, a lot of these shows introduce a lot of characters for the sole purpose of making a toy out of every every new character and selling more toys. Um, And that doesn't seem to be the case with this show. So I wonder, I wonder what the goal was. You know, that's an, an interesting thought, like a lot of these shows are essentially toy commercials That's interesting. on TV. And I don't think that that was the case with Garfield. I don't think they were really I pushing for that. I think more so for with Garfield, it was like the, they were just trying to make something of like the Saturday, like the Sunday morning uh, newspaper cartoon that they would put out. Cause I remember reading yeah. that every week and that's where like, that was something I remember, but I don't know if they had an intent to make toy. I mean, there was, a couple, I know there those, those mugs from McDonald's. Um, there was a couple of uh, McDonald's Happy Meal toys, Burger King toys. We had those like ridiculous phones that they found. <laughs> oh my God, those phones are incredible. The uh, the uh, shipping freight that fell into the sea and then broke open recently. Oh my God, that's I could not believe that happened. Like that was so. Those photos were really cool to see. Did you see that story, Chris? Uh, I vaguely remember that. Like. Uh, either there was a story I read about Garfield phones or a story about feet washing up on the shore. It was one of the two. <laughs> well, there's both. There's stories about both. Yeah, Seattle's kind of known for feet washing up on the shore. Yeah. Um, but a couple years ago, Garfield phones started washing up on the shore of Italy, 
and no one knew why for a while, um, but they did end up figuring out that a shipping freighter in the mid-90s had a freight full of Garfield phones, and it fell off and <laughs> sunk, and the door to the freighter rusted open recently, and that's where all of these Garfield phones started floating to the surface and then floating washing up on shore oh my god i still cannot believe that happened so oh, like, weird oh for us <laughs> but it's that wonderful weird. like that's weird yeah. for anybody but i hope italians knew who garfield was or like what they were looking at i think i mean it made the news pretty quickly so i feel like <laughs> they knew and garfield's an international like sensation the oh, yeah. mo- there's movies and stuff i'm sure they knew who garfield yeah, was yeah i hope so they're just like oh, what is this random <laughs> orange cat and on a phone like what is this what is this thing because i mean it was 2018 i think when that happened yeah. like who has oh, yeah. landlines you know <laughs> I mean, we, that's another wrinkle of, like, yeah. I haven't seen a phone in we, that We just long. got a hot dog phone. We did get a hot dog phone because we, we're weirdos we, and collect phones. Yeah, we have a we have a burger phone. We have a Nickelodeon phone. Like, we collect phones because, I mean, it's cool. They have made a lot of cool phones back in the day, but I we have no intentions of plugging them in. Yeah, I'm sure they're just <laughs> we, decoration. Yeah, yeah, where would we even plug them in? <laughs> um, now, our listeners know I like, I like a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I, I'm always interested in who drew the show. Uh, who did the music, if we can find out. And I always like the cast. Um, so I'm going to hop over and talk about the cast a little bit. Does anyone remember or recognize who was the voice of Garfield? He's a somewhat popular mm, no. actor. I do not remember. His name is Lorenzo Music. Um, this is what he is known for. If you mention the name Lorenzo Music, most people are going to say, oh, Garfield. Um, but he was Tummy Gummy. In the Adventures of the Gummy Bears, oh, or wow. or I guess Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears, um, and he was also Venkman for the first two seasons of the Real Ghostbusters. Oh wow! Okay. There's actually a a rumor that is not confirmed, but it sounds about right that Bill Murray watched the Real Ghostbusters and said, "Why do I sound so much like Garfield?" <laughs> and they ended up firing him. And and like taking on someone else, so there there this is a speculation that Bill Murray was like, yeah, I don't like sounding like Garfield. Um, <laughs> so great. they they got someone else oh, to to great. do Venkman. But with that in the back of my head, Garfield's kind of doing a Bill Murray impersonation. Like his attitude is very much in the Bill Murray vein. Yeah, as a cat. Right, as a cat. <laughs> Bill Murray as a cat. Now. John uh, John Arbuckle, he's voiced by a dude named Tom Huge, H-U-G-E. Both of these names, by the way, Lorenzo Music and Tom Huge. Yeah. <laughs> Those are fantastic <laughs> names. Oh, dude, Lorenzo Music <laughs> is like, if someone told me that name, I'd be like, that's that's too ridiculous of a stage name, bro. <laughs> like, it's, it's such a good name. Yeah, it's perfect. You're destined to um, do something great. <laughs> yeah. Tom Huge... Was in almost nothing, but he was the voice of John Arbuckle for thirty years. Oh wow! Uh-huh. And nothing else. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. Now, the voice of Odie, who I remind you never spoke; he yeah, just barked. Arf arf. <laughs> <laughs> That's Greg Berger. 
And I'm going to ask Lee, do you remember the name Greg Berger? Uh, it sounds familiar. I was really hoping Odie would be Frank Welker. Because <laughs> Frank Welker was all the random animals. That is the very, very much the kind of thing Frank Welker would do. I'll ask you a follow-up question in a moment. Um, but Greg Berger is Junkyard in the Toxic Crusaders. Oh, what? Who I also remind you is a dog. That is true. <laughs> so Greg Berger is an acclaimed dog actor. That's Type amazing. Typecasting. All the dogs. Uh, and then the last cast member, before I go into my favorite game show, uh, the last cast member I wrote down was the narrator, the guy at the very beginning that said, and now Garfield and Friends. Uh, his name is Gary Owens, and he was the narrator for damn near every cartoon since the 70s. If there was a narrator, it was probably Gary Owens. Talking Space Ghost, talking Space Ghost Coast to Coast. He was the narrator on The Dinosaurs. He was oh, the narrator what? on Ren and Stimpy. His career is 30 years long, and his name in almost everything is narrator. That's across neat. the board. Wow. That's just what he did. That and I'm kind of into it. It is amazing. He yeah. probably has a business card that just says narrator. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. I have one other cast member that we'll discuss in what I always call my favorite segment of the show, What Would Frank Welker Do? <laughs> Frank Welker was the voice of four characters on this show. He was Booker. Booker was the um, the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Like the remember. baby chicken. I couldn't remember. I, there's so many Barnyard animals. I could not remember the name of that chicken. But yeah, he, yeah, that that's totally Frank He Walker. was Sheldon, which is another one of the chickens. Another one of the chickens. Tree chicken. He was Bo, and I honestly don't remember who Bo was. Yeah, who was Bo? I don't remember. And lastly, in the talent show segment, he was the parrot. He was the voice of the parrot. <laughs> oh, my God, the parrot. Oh, my God. Now, unrelated to Garfield and Friends, but since you brought it up, he does go wolf and nothing else but wolf. In another film Ronin show, does anyone want to guess what other film Ronin dog Frank Welker voices? Was he the Simpsons dog? Name, please. Oh, what is a Simpsons Santa's dog little name? helper. He was Santa's little helper. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not the most famous role he's known for, but it's it's definitely up there. Probably he's probably the most he gets... known for he probably gets paid the most as Santa's little helper. Yeah. Almost definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. from royalties alone, I think. Like, no. Because he's Megatron in the Transformers. Mm -hmm. So he probably gets some royalties from that, too. And there's a lot of episodes of both of those shows. Um, but, yeah, he's in a lot of episodes of The Simpsons. Just woofing. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you got to have a job, that's a pretty goddamn good one. That, that, that's a great job. This was a show that I definitely, I definitely look back on fondly, and having watched it more recently, I think it holds up. Other than again that that theme song just being completely void from my brain, I I very much enjoyed the show. It was a little darker than I was expecting, like when the clown came around. Garfield does literally threaten to murder him. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, was this? For kids, or who were they like trying to target? Because yeah, the other, hey, I'm scared of clowns to begin with, but like this clown was like very, like, cr 
creepy. And then Garfield saying, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> yeah, the clown was terrifying. That clown was certifiably terrifying. Yes. And then well, the whole, like, the whole, like, having the whole, like, the Hawaiian disease. And, the, <laughs> like, that was, that was, like, funny, but, like, just, like, those kind of things. Like, now we're, we're relating to, like, the pandemic. And, like, the, while that's, like, haha, funny, like, we're actually, like, living in, like, a real, like, like, actually, like, a, a disease going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of funny watching a show about a fake virus during a pandemic. It just, it does color things a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, this was awesome, Chris. Thanks oh. for joining us. Thank you so much, guys. Um, so, yeah, again, tell our listeners where can they find you. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube with The American Werewolf. Woof, woof, woof. That kind of wolf. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, our social media is at 8BitFusion on Instagram and Facebook. Um, or you can follow our website, popculturejunk.com. This is normally the part of the show where Lee says what conventions and Comic-Cons we will be at in the near future, but the world is over, so we don't have much, but... Yeah, I mean, stuff's really starting to reopen. I'm still really nervous about the state of the world right now, um, but we do, hopefully, fingers crossed, next month we'll be at the Philly Punk Art Flea Market. Hopefully we'll be at Dover uh, Comic-Con in August, and then in September... We're looking to be at uh, RetroCon in Thingsville, Pennsylvania. Um, just keep my fingers crossed for those. But if they don't happen, we do have some virtual markets we're, that we're in right now. We're in the Trenton Punk Rock Food Market virtual market with several other talented vendors, and, as well as the Jersey City Oddities Market. Again, all virtual. There's hundreds of vendors on there. Just make sure you're supporting all the small businesses out there. Um, our stuff is also in the South Street Art Mart. Um, they do have a physical store. It's my good two friends, Nicole and Nicole, that are running that store. Unfortunately, they're not. Have, they don't have any plans of reopening at the moment. Um, they do have a website. Uh, our stuff's on the website. It's SouthStreetArtMart.com. We're also on there with many talented vendors, and a lot of the vendors, including ourselves, are donating our our sales right now to uh, Black Cl- Collective Alliance. Um, the trans uh, protesters uh, fund, uh, Philly, the Philly bailout fund, and set, there's a several other funds that we're, we're donating our sales to right now because we definitely want to make sure we're in these times we're helping everyone out. Um, so just make sure that you're supporting all your small businesses. Um, make sure you're t- tipping extra when you go in the restaurants and just being mindful and kind to everyone because we're all struggling right now and we'll all get through this together. Um, but yeah, as always, thanks for listening to my rambles appreciate it absolutely and also remember to rate and review our show wherever you find your podcasts and if you want to hang out with us and talk about your favorite cartoons we have a facebook discussion group called saturday morning showdown uh join the group talk with some people about the shows you grew up with and we grew up with um so again chris thanks for hanging out with us this was awesome of course thanks Thanks, again for having me All right, man. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.